It's Brian again, your lunatic friend, recalling my life in the 70s. Let me just say that my whole life I have never been a witness to an instantaneous change of behavior. I've never seen a blind man healed or a crippled man walk instantly. Maybe it happens, but from what I can tell, accepting Jesus and believing in him to be your savior simply puts you in a different position. Your name is on a different list. Best I can tell is the talk is easy, but the walk is not. It's easier to hear that God loves the whole world, but Jesus Jesus also talks about separating the sheep from the goats. I hear a lot of testimonies about people who have suffered with an addiction and were prayed over and never had another problem, but it hasn't been my experience. And the first verse that comes to mind is where Paul says in the Bible, are you so foolish to believe that having begun in the spirit, you can now make yourself perfect by human effort? So let's go back to my years in high school. The Bible says that Jesus was tempted in every way as a man, but did not sin. But that wasn't me, but I can't recall any stories in the Bible about Jesus in his late teens and early 20s. But for me at 17, there wasn't enough youth gatherings, Bible studies, or ice cream socials that could keep me out of trouble. And with the advent of cars, we now had a vehicle to get us there a lot faster. Oh, it helped to have a few jobs, and I had more than a few. I worked at a curb market and a local grocery store. I had a third shift job pressing pants, and I worked with a swimming pool company in the summer. I also had a job at Thomasville Furniture, and I lost every one of those jobs because I carried a sense that I was above the law and the rules didn't apply to me. But no matter how late I worked, there was still time to cruise Main Street. I remember one of my favorite songs driving around was by a gospel group called the Staples Singers. I couldn't believe they made the regular radio. Mavis Staples was awesome, and her daddy was on guitar. Right in front, he sings, If you don't give a heck about the man with the Bible in his hand, Just get out the way and let the gentleman do his thing. And then they'd sing, respect yourself. It was the first time I'd ever heard a sermon in a song, and it was played to a secular audience, and it was good cruising music. But then I wasn't always the man with the Bible in his hand. I remember listening to that song and coming home from my third shift job, and I pulled up to a light right next to Danny Addington. He lived with us at our house, even led Bible studies. We were both coming home. It was about 11 o'clock at night, and we decided that when the light turned green, we were gonna see who could get home first. We never thought once about where we were. We just tore off down the street. We were doing about 80 when we went by the police station, and wouldn't you know, it was right at the change of shifts, and just like that, we had eight police cars, lights flashing, chasing us through town. I cut back and forth through a bunch of side streets till I gave them the slip. I was at home changing my clothes when I heard the police radio cracking the life in my driveway, and that's when I discovered what license plates were for. And when they came to the door, my dad was gonna let them take me to jail. And that's when I learned that my freedom in Christ didn't apply to everything. I was remanded to my dad, who assured the police that I would be on time in a shirt and tie at court. It would come up that I already had three speeding tickets in three months. I told the judge it was because my car wasn't very fast off the line. And this was the beginning of my understanding of those scriptures in the Bible that talk about Jesus being an advocate for you before the Father. In this case, I had no one to represent me, and no one paid for my sins. The judge took my driver's license for 12 months. It could have been worse, except we had a policeman in our church who would speak for my good character. Yeah, most of the time I meant well, but I still had a natural proclivity. Imagine that. Now you'd think without a car I would get in less trouble, but Danny Addington was my foster brother of sorts. We were about the same age. 
sometimes we were like the sons of thunder right out of the Bible. And I think it's interesting to me that thunder happens a few seconds after lightning strikes. It's amazing how repentant you can be once you've been caught. But then sometimes you can just be the collateral damage in someone else's sins. It wasn't more than a month after I lost my license that I was driving around with Danny and he decided to stop by and see a girlfriend on the other side of town. Only when we got there, turns out she already had a boyfriend and he wasn't happy to see us. There was also a friend of his on the porch that looked like the jolly green giant. We decided to leave in a real big hurry. But when I looked back, I noticed that the boyfriend was following us, had his friend with him too. And just like that, the chase was on and he followed us right into the gravel parking lot next to my dad's church. We came in a little hot, slid sideways and threw gravel all over the church windows. The boyfriend was out of his car and throwing punches at Danny as fast as he could throw. Problem is, that left me standing in the parking lot with a jolly green giant and me with no slingshot. I was throwing kicks at him because my legs were longer than his arms. The only thing that kept me from being beaten up was when we came flying into the parking lot, we also threw gravel all over my sister's boyfriend's new Chevelle and he didn't care who was on whose side but he chose the kid that was using the most profanity and he says you should not have talked like that in front of God's house and with one swing to the side of his head he drove home his point and even after growing up in a Pentecostal church my whole life this was the first time I ever saw someone get slain in the spirit he went to the ground and he was no longer speaking in tongues later Danny and my sister's boyfriend and her were all laughing at me for trying to be a karate expert Stephen Stills had a song that came out in 1970 based on a comment that he heard from Billy Preston. The song was called Love the One You're With. It was the age of free love, but we would discover that love was not free, no matter how much we all wanted it to be. This has been episode three of Jesus and Music in the 70s. Thanks for listening to Nutshell Sermons. It's my new, not-so-international version of the scriptures. I don't take up an offering, but you can support this if you like it. And thanks for lending an ear.